That's right, we're here. It's a late night, dark night, dark night? It's a dark night podcast. That's right. This is an after dark me reading stuff. I'm Robin O'Neill. Uh, God, this music is good. Hello, Otis McDonald, by the way. The, um, the royalty-free hip-hop artist that I so love and adore, who has made all the music you've ever heard on this podcast possible. Otis McDonald has an album out, a new vinyl record out. And did I buy it? Hell yeah, I bought it. I'm here to support him. I'm going to put a link in the description for you to find it. If you've dug on this music, well then, enjoy it even more. Uh, Show the man some love. All right. So it's an After Dark podcast. I haven't done one in a while. Uh, I just haven't felt like it, (laughs) to be honest with you. My night times have been precious to me. I uh, love sinking into the... uh, sleep cycle uh, really calmly and sort of quietly and uh, there's been a lot of movies, a lot of TV, a lot of reading in my life lately and I'm loving it but I miss talking to you guys at night and I was all amped up downstairs. I was very angry to be perfectly honest with you and upset. I had a really rough day Um, not a rough day but last night I could not sleep because I just kept waking up. I had the most terrible nightmares, most of which I don't understand. I know one was I lived in a shack with like 50 other people um, on in Venice Beach. And I was able to swim through the ground and swim through, I don't know, I would swim through the streets into the ocean at sunset every night. That's one thing. That was the okay part of the dream. Everything else was a complete nightmare. And basically, it was a lot of, like, bizarre family upsets that I couldn't get any... Basically, no one liked me in my dream. That was... If I were to sum up what was going on, everybody just had wanted nothing to do with me. And it was really, really upsetting to me. You know, like, even though that doesn't sound... I mean, that probably does sound like a big deal. But if it didn't sound like a huge deal, it kind of just is to me because I'm just kind of that way. And I realize it's my biggest, it's my biggest failure in life is my need for people to be okay with me. It's not even like, like me. It's just like, I hope nobody's mad at me. And you know, I've, I, as I've talked about openly on this show, I've gone through a lot of, um, changes in my life where I had to move on from certain people. And, um, that that was necessary for my own sanity and for my own physical well-being and and emotional well-being. And it really was. And, uh, you know, that that never is easy, but I am better now. Anyway, I don't know how I'm kind of talking about a lot of things at once. I'll be honest with you. The thing I think where this all stemmed from is all of a sudden this is so dumb. And I know that. And by the way, I, I I've always talked about this on here. I don't even ask you guys to friend me on Facebook or anything because I don't, I'm not very active on Facebook. I occasionally am just for art stuff, but I'm going to delete my account most likely here in the next week, just whenever I have time to do it, because I know they make it really hard because I've deleted one before. Um, but long story short, I can't remember when this was, but I suddenly was like friended or I had a friend request from my brother. And I was like, what the hell? We're already friends. We're, you know, siblings on there or whatever listed as siblings. And that made me realize, okay, he unfriended me at some point. And I, it's so childish, obviously, to even talk about this. Um, I can't imagine what happened because he and I had not gotten into any fights at all. We haven't gotten, there's no problem here. 
But just seeing that has like spun me out, I think, in a quiet way because I so don't care about Facebook. And I think all of that is so ridiculous. Like, But what I don't like is that I've been walking around. I've even seen him twice recently and had no idea that this was going on. Like at some point, he had such a problem with me that he decided to unfriend his own sister on Facebook. And I don't know. And so then I have this weird, like I feel like an idiot because I've been walking around like thinking everything's okay with us. And apparently it's not. And that's what I'm most sick of, by the way, in life right now is... This has happened to me a few times in the last year where somebody who isn't a grown-ass adult doesn't come to me if they have a problem with me and talk to me like an adult about it. I am not the type of person, if you know me, I don't seem like the type of person like, I don't know if I can bring it up with Robin. She doesn't really like conflict. That's not true. I'm fine with it. Come at me. I will be very willing to hear you out at any given moment. I am am not willing to play childish games like this or to have people treat me passive aggressively though. So anyway, um, I, it's just, it has made me crazy, I think. And I hate that I let it get to me. And as I've talked about a lot on here, I am in a 12 step program called Al-Anon for friends and relatives of alcoholics. And it is my saving grace in life in a lot of ways. And to be really honest with you, I haven't been going regularly anymore after my move, and that is so not okay with me because obviously I start to worry about things that are out of my control, you know? I mean, I cannot control other people's behavior. I can't control how they feel about me. I can't control if my brother hits unfriend on Facebook or Instagram. I can't. There's nothing I can control, you know what I mean, outside of my own being. So, Basically, this is a wake-up call. I'm just kind of talking you through it since I shared that one day. Um, and I'll try to remember to put a link um, in the description for that episode if anybody's wondering or if you do struggle with loving alcoholics the way I do. Or if you struggle with your relationships with anybody for that matter, especially anyone who's obsessive or selfish or... And I'm not talking about my brother at this point. Now I'm just talking in general. But Al-Anon just kind of is the key to life. The 12 steps are, in my opinion. And they they have, they have did save my life about almost six years ago. So um, I have a meeting I'm going to go to on Wednesday, and I'm very much looking forward to it because this is the type of thing that I think I'm able, when I'm at my best, to just go... I don't fucking care. And that feels so good. As somebody who didn't have an ounce of apathy about anything for her whole life until about three years ago, um, it feels really good to like disconnect from things that are out of my control because I cannot do it. It makes me insane. It makes me sick. It makes me lose sleep. And these are not, I don't deserve it either. I do not deserve to feel that way, but I'm doing it to myself. Again, I want to be very clear. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not even blaming my brother for unfriending me on Facebook. It's so stupid. I'm blaming myself for letting that affect me and and letting it keep me from my peace. And Damien said a really wonderful thing to me this morning. He really heard me out and is great in these matters. Um, and listened to all of my thoughts about all of this and listened to my bad nightmare dreams and he kind of, I don't know, we were talking about all sorts of things, but the one thing he said that I'm really taking home is um, you have so much love in your life and you love so many people and you have so much, you know, and other people love you. Just focus on the ones who bring all of that love and joy and excitement and happiness to your life. And when I thought of that, I was like, exactly. Nobody should rob me of that. Or again, I shouldn't allow myself to be robbed of that. 
So that's what I'm working on currently. And I'm just annoyed with, I'm annoyed that I'm almost 43 years old and there's this kind of shit going on. And this is why social media is so dumb. And you guys should have heard some stuff that went down last year during my show. I had somebody who I honestly did not see at all at my show, at a certain show of mine. And, um, there were like hundreds of people at my show and it's my own, you know, it's just me. It's not like there's a group of people who have this. There's my solo exhibition. And this person, because a parent, it's a, it's a whole long story. But anyway, this person wrote me a scathing email uh, the next day that said, you know, how dare I not go find her at my opening and talk to her and hug her and invite her to my after party and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, Oh, oh, sorry. Did you not get the memo? I'm 42 years old. Um, and also, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's insane. I can't take it anymore. I don't have time for this. And I don't know why people are coming at me in this way. But I, I, and I'm sure I'm doing something wrong. I, but I, I didn't do anything wrong that night. I was so, I couldn't talk to anybody for more than like 10 seconds. So, but, but again, this offended somebody. Okay. <laughs> okay. That offended you. All right, go on with your bad self. I've got shit to do. I've got um, cabbage to eat. I've got water to drink and I've got a, a cat to pet. So have fun with your weirdnesses, people. Anyway, enough of that. I'm going to read to you guys. Uh, before I forget, I also wanted to mention that I, geez, I almost forgot what I was going to say so much that I had to stop the recording, that I, on my website, robinoneal.com, and I think it's forward slash shop, or just go to robinoneal.com and go to the shop. There are some items available. I think there are only two left, but if you've watched me or heard me talking about my crocheted stuff, there is, I believe, two bags available right now. One is a tote bag, and the other is kind of like an evening bag clutch type of thing. So check it out. Uh, see what you think. The tote bag I am a real fan of, so I'm actually hoping nobody buys that one so that I can keep it. But check that out, and remember my pop-up shop at the Modern in Fort Worth is still up and has some stuff available, and there's tons of merch there, so I'll link all of this in the description of the podcast. But I was most excited because I forgot to tell you guys I updated my website, and I put a shop on there, so check that out when you can. Uh, okay, so today, remember how you guys can, um, and you've done this, I've talked about this before, but I haven't mentioned it in a long time, uh, you can get a poem a day in your email from poets.org, which is the Academy of American Poets website, and I'll again put a description in here, let me make a note, I gotta write it down, American Poets, okay, and... I've been getting them since around the time I started this podcast, and I fall in and out of being, you know, um, free of time enough to check these out. But I was free of time enough to check this out, and it is uh, the one today, I think it was today, no, this was the other day, November 2nd, it was by a poet who I hadn't even heard of, embarrassingly, Hazel Hall. Hazel Hall was born in 1886, died in 1924. She was born in Minnesota, and her father worked for the railroad, much like mine, and then they moved to Oregon, and she died in Portland, Oregon, um, like I said, in 1924. What else? She got scarlet fever and was in a wheelchair for the rest of her life, and she 
she always was writing, but she also professionally, she was a seamstress. So that was the little bit I know about her. And I do know that a lot of her work is available. Um, I'm going to link you to it. Let me see if I can find it. It was just awesome because, uh, let's see, at the Albertson Library at Boise State University, the full text of her selected poems is available online. But you can purchase it as well, which I would recommend doing it. And it's only $10. It's under $10. So let's do that and let's support her. But anyway, I'm going to read to you the poem of a day, poem, the poem a day that I was sent. And it is called Habit. Last night when my work was done and my estranged hands were becoming mutually interested in such forgotten things as pulses, I looked out of a window into a glittering night sky. And instantly, I began to feather stitch a ring around the moon. That's my printed out copy. I love these when I don't have the book yet. And I have this collection of these things printed out that sort of mark my territory and me reading stuff from all the years past. And it's sort of incredible to see for me. Anyway, so that's Hazel Hall. I don't know why I've never been alerted to her in any form, but I'm very interested in her now. I loved, she talks about her estranged hands becoming mutually interested in such forgotten things as pulses. Um, it kind of kills me because as somebody who sadly always feels her heart in some way, I just always do, and I don't want to. I would love to just, I, I, <laughs> I want, I, that's all I ever wanted in the last three years was to forget my heart, forget my pulse. Um, that sounds like I'm being overly dramatic. I don't, I don't want to die. I don't want to, uh, not have a working heart. I just don't want to feel it. You know, like most of you right now are listening. Now you're thinking about it, so you'll feel it. But you, most of the time you don't feel your heartbeat. I mean, most people don't but I feel mine and see mine through my clothes all the time. I have a, I have a heavy beating heart and I am heavy hearted tonight. So it's no wonder that I'm talking like this, but I'm okay. The thing is I've got solutions. I have amazing, amazing human beings. One of which is right downstairs. I have amazing family. I have the greatest friends on earth and I am so fine, but Man, this stuff drives me fucking crazy, guys. It really does. Okay, don't forget, if you happen to be traveling to Las Vegas, I don't know what to tell you to do. Go do something fun. If you happen to be traveling to Los Angeles, I would recommend going to Book Soup. If you happen to be traveling to Austin, Texas, you'll go to Malvern Books. And if you happen to be traveling to Fort Worth, Texas, you should head on out to my show at The Modern in Fort Worth. 20 years of my work, plus a drawing from kindergarten in a show called We the Masses, including my animated film. So head on out there. You'll never get a chance to see all this work in one place, probably ever again. And that's not an exaggeration. That's how it goes. So get out there. And if you can't, I totally understand. But I would love it if you did. What else is going on? Um, not much, guys. Not much at all. I just hope you're doing okay. I hope you're doing better than me. I appreciate you being here so I could talk this stuff out. I'm sure it sounds immature or ridiculous. I don't know what it sounds. I don't even care what it sounds like. I felt like talking about things. So here I am talking about things. Put your feet up. Don't fret. Accept the things you cannot change and change the things that you can. 
Do what you love when you can, and when you can't, use your imagination. Take walks, drink water, go eat a chocolate cake. I love you guys. Good night. <laughs>